Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. The Sound of Freedom was completed five years ago, but Disney fought them in the courts to keep it from being released. Hollywood employs several convicted pedophiles, and mostly at Disney and Nickelodeon, who specialize in children's programming and have even rehired pedophiles after they've served light sentences for raping child actors. Hollywood has been abusing children since its inception, including child actors of the 1930s, such as Shirley Temple, Mickey Rooney, and Judy Garland, who wrote that she was constantly molested behind the scenes by powerful men, including MGM co-founder Louis B. Mayer. And nothing has stopped Hollywood from continuing this horrific abuse. It has been known for decades that governments have systemically abused children. Beginning in the 1960s, the German government began placing thousands of foster children into the homes of single pedophiles and continued doing it up until the 1990s. Thousands of Catholic priests have been accused of raping children, and no justice has ever come of it. Jeffrey Epstein was targeting individuals and recording them raping children as a form of blackmail so that powerful entities could control them. Epstein has disappeared, and so has his little black book. Many have claimed that Hugh Hefner was doing the same thing for the CIA that Epstein was doing. In 1976, Hefner's Playboy magazine published erotic nude pictures of a 10-year-old girl, and nobody seemed to care. The effects on these children can often be fatal, whether it's from blunt trauma or suicide, and those who survive most often struggle with it for their entire life. To me, sexual abuse, it kills a child. I think it kills the spirit of a child. I think it kills normalcy in a child. So I just have spent a great deal of my life, uh, you know, walking around really as a, as a dead person in a sense, because I almost feel like I was murdered. Child abuse has been used as a form of trauma-based mind control because it often forces the child to disassociate, which has been known to create multiple personalities. MK Ultra whistleblower Kathy O'Brien came from a family of multi-generational child abuse that sold her to the U.S. government. I developed a compartment in my brain, a little area behind amnesic barriers that was actually the neuron pathway shutting down in my brain in order to compartmentalize the memory of the abuse so that the rest of my mind could function normally as though nothing had happened. My father's sexual abuse expanded into child pornography and he was sending this child pornography of me through the U.S. mails. And it was, he was caught. The pornography was confiscated by a criminal faction of our government. The local politician approached my father and told him that he would receive immunity from prosecution if he would sell me into the CIA's MKUltra Project Monarch. Some families practice incest and pedophilia to gain power and to maintain it. Inbred Jacob Rothschild explains it here while reading a quote from his inbred relative, James Rothschild. In our family, we've always tried to keep love in the family. <laughs> in this sense, it was more or less understood since childhood 
that children would never think of marrying outside the family so that our fortune would never leave it. <laughs> you couldn't write that today. Our entire system is profiting from child slavery. About $10 billion a year in the U.S. alone. And our entire government seems to be involved. Congress has paid millions of our tax dollars to cover up their sex abuse crimes. Thousands of children are being trafficked across our southern border. And now it's become trendy to castrate children and turn them into a so-called transgender. And if we the people don't do something about this, then the blossoming surveillance state will have a solution. Don't be surprised if our children are soon monitored 24-7 under the guise of keeping them safe because we have failed to do so. While we cannot expect to rid the earth of all evil, something obviously needs to be done. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. It's Thursday, July 13th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I am your host, Harrison Smith. Glad to be here with you today. Infowars.com, band.video. We have a lot to discuss today, a lot of videos to show you. We'll be going over some of the... Some of the hearings from yesterday. I don't know if we're supposed to f- uh, feel good about these. I don't know if we're supposed to think that this is making some sort of difference. Seems like every week, maybe every two weeks, we get Republicans wiggling their finger at the FBI and literally nothing else happens. But we'll show you the clips from it. We'll talk about what was revealed accidentally or on purpose and we'll check out a a number of other pretty good videos as well but we'll begin today as we do every day with our daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch daily dispatch for thursday the 7th of july wait a second the 13th of july it's houston day 713 2023 FBI Chief Chris Ray grilled by GOP over social media collusion censorship. Quote, they lied. Oh, he's been grilled all right. He's got like a flame-grilled whopper up there. Just accepting no blame and admitting he did nothing wrong and basically just being a smug a-hole in front of the, the Congress. Just... I don't know if disappointing is the right word because I think you have to actually have some desire or like some expectation for something to actually happen to be disappointed. This is just yet another little little show they've put on for us. House Judiciary Committee Republicans took aim Wednesday at FBI Director for Director Christopher Ray after a federal judge ruled that the bureau colluded with social media companies to throttle free speech. That was conservative in nature. Chairman Jim Jordan kicked off a tense hearing by citing a Louisiana federal judge's decision last week that revealed government agencies reached out to big tech to help suppress posts about COVID-19 vaccines, masking measures, lockdowns, and the authenticity of first son Hunter Biden's laptop, 
among other issues. Jordan, who quoted at length from the ruling in his opening statement, noted that the FBI has declined to answer when companies like FBI asked whether the laptop was Russian disinformation, which misled millions of Americans about its content before the 2020 election. And a, a lot of stuff was revealed during this, but absolutely nothing of substance in terms of any corrective measures. You know, hearings, I, unless I'm mistaken, the, the point of a hearing, the point of sort of back and forth like this would be to try to suss out, try to discover, try to do a little questioning to figure out what exactly happened. We know what happened. I, this, it's, it's very weird. It's like you've already had the trial. They've already been declared guilty. The evidence has already been presented, and the guilt is beyond any reasonable doubt. And yet the trial just keeps going. And yet they just keep calling witnesses and keep like questioning the person that they have already declared guilty. It's like now it's time to move to the the punishment phase of this criminal activity and the justice that should come after. But it's just again, I, it's not disappointing because well, what do you expect? I mean, it's the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. It's the same thing for the last Five years, it's been the same thing over and over. It's been the FBI being utterly and irretrievably corrupt, just flagrantly violating every law they possibly could. The first one on the books for free speech. I mean, that's it's like the main one, right? And yet they just run over it like a steamroller, launch falsified investigations into presidential candidates. I mean, we've known all of this for five years. So what are we doing? We're just going to talk about it more. We're just going to talk about it again. We're just going to have another meeting. Talk about everything that we already know. Okay, great. Yeah, wonderful. Good. I mean, there's some little details that we missed. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The whole thing should be burned. Meanwhile, war effort in shambles as hawks turn on each other at NATO summit. Yeah, hadn't, hasn't been the most congenial NATO, NATO summit in recent memory. Bloomberg is just out with a devastating behind-the-scenes account of a hot-headed Zelensky at NATO summit in Vilnius and the growing Western backlash in the face of his obvious frustration at what's being seen as ingratitude for the steady flow of billions of dollars in arms to Kiev. Apparently, even the mainstream media agrees with our own assessment of the Ukraine leader having thrown a tantrum as he complained about the weak and absurd NATO stance on Ukraine's membership. The blistering tweet he issued in English while en route to Lithuania exposed cracks in the alliance, as Bloomberg highlights in the opening of a very revealing Wednesday piece. Volodymyr Zelensky was running hot ahead of his sit-down with NATO leaders on Tuesday evening. The Ukrainian president has been angered earlier in the day by what he said was an absurd reluctance to give his country a clear timeline on membership. That outburst in turn riled the partners who have funneled billions of dollars of weaponry and aid to Ukraine's defense against the Russian invasion. The U.S. had been given no warning before Zelensky unleashed his attack on social media. We'll get more into what exactly is happening at the NATO summit. Later in the show, as it does seem like there are cracks in the facade starting to form. We can only hope that this military alliance follows the same trajectory as perhaps some sort of deep sea submersible. When you see the cracks in that hole, it's not long before total implosion. Wouldn't that be nice to see NATO just evaporating? Anyway... FBI director, oh, okay, well, these were a little out of, I put these out of order, but uh, back to the uh, FBI director, and we'll return to this and show you these videos. 
He claimed, Chris Ray claimed that he's not sure if there are any undercover agents on January 6th. <laughs> who's to say? I mean, who's to say? If there were any, your guess is as good as his, I guess. Director of the FBI, Chris Ray, says he's not sure if there are any undercover agents of the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2020, when questioned about the matter by Congress on Wednesday. Ray sat before the House Judiciary Committee. Under questioning from Republican Representative Andy Biggs, Ray said, I'm not sure if there are any undercover agents on scene on the day of the Capitol riot in January 6, 2021. Who's to say? I I don't know. We just don't know if there were or not. It's hard to say. Wouldn't you just love to see the Congress just be like, just like place them under arrest? Just like uh, the House committee uh, chair will now direct the sergeant at arms to uh, place the witness under arrest for contempt of Congress and remove him to a safe location while we can uh, establish a committee for truth and reconciliation. To get to the bottom of this, and Chris Ray's just like, uh, what? No, I'm supposed to be on a private plane to an island in, in five minutes. It's like, ah, sorry, dude, sorry. We're the Congress, so we're actually in charge. So hands behind your back, up against the wall, and uh, we'll get to you just as soon as you get to all of the uh, January 6th prisoners that have been in prison for two years. So just sit and wait, see how it feels, and uh, we'll get to you eventually. Like, wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if our Congress and our duly elected representatives who actually have to contend with a population that of their constituents actually had power over the deep state unelected unaccountable actors wouldn't that be something else i think it'd be great you have one of the representatives from texas throw a lasso around his neck and just around the horn of the saddle and just ride off into the sunset it saved the country after all isn't that the point House Republicans accidentally released a trove of damning COVID documents. This story from The Intercept. House Republicans on the subcommittee probing the origins of COVID-19 virus appear to have inadvertently released a trove of new documents related to their investigation that shed light on deliberations among the scientists who drafted a key paper in February and March of 2020. The paper published in Nature Medicine on March 17, 2020 was titled The Proximal Origin of SARS-CoV-2 and played a leading role in creating the public impression of a scientific consensus that the science had emerged naturally in a Chinese wet market. The paper was subject to a hearing on Capitol Hill Tuesday, which coincided with the release of a report by the subcommittee devoted to the Proximal Origin paper. It contained limited screenshots of emails and Slack messages among the authors, laying out the case that the scientists believed one thing in private, that a lab escape was likely, while working to produce a paper saying the opposite in public. Well, look at that. Hey, what do you know? Another set of public figures whose crimes are open admitted with the evidence being without question and above any reasonable or unreasonable doubt and yet they're free and out walking around having committed a crime against humanity and locked you in your home for two years with all the craziness in the world the collapsing borders the war with russia the insanity the the, the currency devaluations the economy going crazy you are crazy in my view if you don't get high quality storable food and water filtration and self-defense now, we're not selling guns and ammo. That's for you to go out and get for yourself and learn how to use if you haven't. And I'm preaching the choir on that. But a lot of people got plenty of guns, but they don't have enough storable food or water filtration. This is something you need now. And we've got it in the food department and in the high-quality water filtration department. The highest quality food, the best water filtration at the lowest prices you're going to find and still get quality. Infowarstore.com is running a special right now for 10% off on all storable food and on water and air filtration. 
Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot beat this deal. Our prices are already the lowest. At 10% off, it's an insane deal for a limited time. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get prepared while you still can. InfoWarsStore.com is like a grocery store or like a vitamin shop. We want to have all the best brands for you. We want to have a bunch of different choices for you. So I get constant questions online and in person. Hey, what's better? Knockout. What's better? Down and out. What's better? Why do you sell two or three different sleep aids? And the answer is different herbal formulas, different compounds are better for different people. So one person might like this coffee, another person likes that coffee. That's how our bodies work. They're all very diverse. But we've been able to private label a national bestseller that's been sold for many years that people love and sell it for a lower price under the name InfoWars MD Good Night Sleep. This is a great formula full of amazing safe compounds, give you deeper, cleaner, restful sleep, and it's in stock available right now of 25% off out of the gates. So get your InfoWars MD good night's sleep today at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. folks this is american journal coming to you live from the info wars studios here in austin texas finishing up with our daily dispatch our final story comes from life site news new york state's acting health commissioner hey wait a second this is an old story this is an old story i got tricked i got tricked by twitter into thinking this was a news story i hadn't seen it before Apparently, this is from uh, January 6th of uh, 2022. (laughs) That's covered anyway. New York Health Commissioner says she blew hospitalizations out of proportion to push COVID shot for kids. New York State's acting health commissioner affirmed late last month that she played up extremely rare pediatric COVID-19 hospitalizations to promote injecting all children five five years old and above with the experimental and abortion-tainted COVID jabs. The promotion of the universal vaccination in young children comes in spite of evidence that children face very minimal risk from COVID-19 and ignores the thousands of reports of serious adverse events and deaths connected with the experimental shots. During a December 28th, 2021 press conference, Acting Health State Health Commissioner Mary T. Bassett said the number of pediatric COVID-related hospital admissions were small, and while children are not having an epidemic of infection, a handful of rare pediatric hospitalizations were given center stage in a recent health alert to promote pediatricians and families to seek the protection of vaccination for young children. Bassett's statement comes after she warned of a striking uptick in pediatric COVID-19 hospitalizations. If they weren't real, they weren't real. 50 pediatric hospitalizations among a population of 4 million children under 18 who live in New York. Meanwhile, it's unclear whether the children recorded were even hospitalized with COVID-19 or not. So this is uh, an older story. My apologies. See, they don't, it's like, it's hard to, I got to look for the date. This doesn't usually happen to me. I'm usually pretty good at this. But people, a lot of people are talking about this uh, story for some reason. So it was there at the, at the top of my list today. But again, it sort of points to what I guess you could call like decentralized false flag operations. 
where the dishonesty and just the general paradigm of the mainstream media is formulated in a way that people know that they can just lie and they feel justified in lying. Again, the example we always point to, which is just the best because the guy admitted it, was a guy who during 2016, during the campaign, was a gay guy who drew a swastika on his own church, in his words, because people didn't realize the threat that we were under. In other words, the mainstream media and the left hypes up fear of some boogeyman. The people on the right laugh at them and point out that their fear is unfounded and that the claims they're making are without merit. And that makes the left mad. I mean, they're wrong. Any reasonable person would go, well, wasn't actually true. You know, Trump isn't actually a Nazi. Gay people aren't actually under threat of violence because Republicans don't want to pay more in taxes or whatever. But they don't do that. They don't have a reasonable reaction. And it's almost like um, there's another thing in true crime that happens all the time. I, I notice it quite a bit. I don't, I don't know if I can explain this well. It's something you just have to kind of understand how like people how do I put this? All right. So if you're if you're guilty of a crime, but there's no evidence that you're guilty of a crime. But somebody suspects you of that crime and is pretty sure that you did it and accuses you of that crime. The criminals like these narcissistic psychopath people that like they'll like kill somebody and, and then they'll be in this interrogation room and the police will be or their friend or whoever will be like, we think you did it. And they get actually mad, like literally mad, even though they did do it in their mind. It goes, well, yeah, I did do it, but they don't know that I did it. So the fact that they're accusing me without any evidence, that's an attack on me. They accused me, even though they have no reason to suspect me because I covered my tracks so well. I covered my tracks so well that they their accusation of me, their suspicion of me is really an attack on me because of, you know, because they have no evidence to say that I did this. I, like, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if, uh, if you get what I'm trying to put across here, right? But it's like, these people lie. The left lies. We go, yeah, I think that's a lie. And they go, well, you don't have a reason to believe that that's a lie. So they, they like get mad that you don't believe them. Even though they are lying, and they know they're lying. But to them, it's like, but you should be believing me because I should be believable right now. This claim should be believable. And because you don't believe me, that's that's an attack on me. It's it's weird, but that's actually the way that it, there's like some weird psychology there that I've seen even in like friends of mine that are well, or former friends or whatever you want to call them, uh, like that would lie all the time, and you call them out on their lies, and they get really mad at you, even though they are lying. To them, it's like, you don't have any proof, so you should be believing me. The fact that you don't is an attack on me. It, it is unfair because you haven't seen anything to hint that I'm lying, but you still know that I'm lying. So, like, there, there's something in that here where they go, I'm a very concerned doctor, and I'm very concerned about all of the pediatric hospitalizations, and you go, yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. I think that's a lie. I think you're lying because you just want to get people to take the vaccine. You're setting up sort of a vague false flag rumor to try to 
get people into fear. And they go, well, hold on. I'm the expert. I'm the official. I'm the one who knows everything. I should be given the respect that I deserve. These people should listen to me because I have all of the authority. I have all of the uh, accreditation to speak authoritatively on this. So the fact that they're not listening to me, even though I am lying, it's really an attack on me for you know daring to oppose my authority. And then they get mad at you for calling out their lies. Sort of thing that happens over and over again. And again, this is it's because these people know, like, I can lie about this and the media will run with my story. And even if I'm caught lying about this, it'll be long after the intended effect has taken course and the media won't crucify me. They won't the media won't be mad at me for lying. They'll understand. They'll think I'm a hero for, you know, taking this burden on myself of trying to do something and be active to illustrate to people how dangerous this could be, even though it actually isn't, but it could be, and they don't know that it's not. So, you know, them saying that it's not is really uh, insulting me, the doctor, the authority, the person in charge. And so, you know, the point of all of this is that there is like this through line of narcissism and psychopathy that runs through all of the leftist actions. And obviously there's, you know, bad people on the right and useful idiots on the right, obviously. It's not as much a left-right thing in a, in a clear delineation, but way, way more people on the left have this attitude. Way more people on the left. And you saw it with the John Doyle uh, Ask Me Anything or, or Change My Mind segment that he did, where, again, he would, like, prove that what these people were saying was wrong about racial disparities or whatever and they would get so mad at him for questioning it even though he was right and they knew he was right they're like he should know he's not allowed to question this in the short time we have I can't get into all the incredible ingredients and super female vitality go to InfoWorksStore.com read about the ingredients look them up for yourself and then understand this is cold pressed herbs so it has a more powerful effect to the body get yours today at InfoWorksStore.com for 50% off Super Mel Vitality is selling out. It's an incredible formula for stamina, energy, libido. Only a few hundred bottles left. But the good news is we have several thousand bottles left of Super Female Vitality. That's the same formula. It boosts men. It boosts women. It works great. But women like pink labels. Men like different color labels. So it works for men as well. It's the same formula. It's an incredible formula. And it funds our operation. And there's another important part of the overall information it's 50 percent off for a limited time so get your super female vitality for men and women at infowarstore.com right now for 50 percent off and it funds the infowar super female vitality 50 percent off for a limited time at infowarstore.com infowars.com is tomorrow's news today You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. The very big show ahead we have for you this Thursday morning, Infowars.com, Band.video is where you go to share the links. we got a lot of videos of the, the, the finger-wagging, the, the great... 
Sound and fury signifying nothing. The hearing that Christopher Ray had in front of Congress yesterday. And disappointment's not the right word because you have to have some sort of expectation to fall short of in that regard. I don't know if anybody here is uh, holding out any hope that Congress will find their backbone anytime soon and actually do something rather than just talking about doing stuff. It really is. I mean, it almost feels like we shouldn't even play the videos. It almost feels like false hope. It feels like. like tantalizing you with like oh look how mean and angry the republicans are oh they're they are certainly on top of this but you know it's not going to come to anything you know nothing is going to happen there's there's nothing in this except for political gamesmanship and showmanship where they're trying to get the the best viral tiktok clip against the fbi meanwhile the fbi is just in the background, just kicking in doors, arresting grandmothers, right? Pointing guns at children's faces, arresting political opponents, investigating Trump endlessly, relentlessly, using falsified evidence over and over again. It's like they don't care. They couldn't care less. Nothing the Republicans actually do has any tangible effect on the relentless tyranny being increasingly poured down America's throat. So I'll show you some clips, but just fair warning, I guess. We'll get to those in just a second. I do want to tell you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. The July 4th Super Sale still on, folks. It is still going on. You're getting up to 60% off, plus double Patriot points on almost all of the products on InfoWarsStore.com. Plus, you're getting... Uh, those double Patriot points, which you can spend on products later. Just about everything on the store is on some sort of discount, some more than others, including entire lines of products, such as the InfoWars MD products at massive discount. Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. There's a glitch in the system, glitch in the matrix. They're a new sale. All right, folks, you are the first people to learn about this because we have just seen a live update on the InfoWars store it turns out, folks, July is Patriot Pride Month. It's Patriot Pride Month. That's awesome. So it looks like uh, you're still getting massive discounts on just about all the products, plus the double Patriot points. Celebration of Patriot Pride Month, or what uh, Jesse Lee Peterson calls White History Month. July just feels white. <laughs> it just feels white, doesn't it? No, you don't have to be white. You just have to be a patriot. You just have to be an American citizen. Love your country. Love God. Love truth, justice, and the American way. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now to support us in this mission to save this great nation from the clutches of the globalist uh, octopus. And in fact, on that note, I want to go to this video that Vivek Ramaswamy posted yesterday. I think this is an absolutely brilliant response he has to a democrat voter questioning him about his use of the term nationalist something we've said at this show for a very long time and seems obvious to me seems weird that more people don't get this but nationalism is not a divisive 
thing. It is literally the opposite of divisive. It's saying that despite our differences and without destroying or diminishing those differences, we have something that connects us that's higher than any of those differences. Nationalism would just be an extension of your family, essentially. And I know even people on the right don't like this talking point because, you know, they do, they basically respond to the very uh, uh, ghettoized, like, separated racial construct that exists right now. And it makes sense. I mean, when you've got every other group other than white people, very strong in-group preference and, like, they aren't shy about being like, we hate white people, we want to tear down white people in general, and there's no uh, taboo against black nationalism or Latino nationalism, right? There's, you'll see, like, spray paint all around Austin. It's like, La Raza, the race, right? This is our race. We're reconquering the reconquista of, of Texas. Like, it makes sense that in this political atmosphere, white people would just go, would just listen to what the extremist racialists are saying and just go, okay, this is how it is. This is our team. My team's the white people, your team's the black people, and we're against each other. Which the solution to that is to go, but you're both Americans, right? Like, we're both Americans. Like, families, you know, brothers can can fight and bicker with each other. But then, like, if you're all at a bar and, and some stranger throws a bottle at your brother, you're going to get up and fight that guy because at the end of the day, you and your brother are on the same team. You are a part of a family. By nature of your closeness and the fact that you grew up together, like, and that's another thing people go, well, you know, they're, they're, not, they're, they're not like us. There's this, like, racialization. Like, they're, they're not like us. They're not on our team. It's just like, but there is a landmass called America. We all live here. We all live and die based on how successful this country is run, right? It's not, it's not even something that's being imposed on you. It's just a fact of reality. We are all American. We all suffer or succeed based on all of our collective success. It's not, it's not even a choice to be made. It's just an observation being made. We all are in it together as a nation. And when push comes to shove, we need to have each other's backs. We're on the same team at the end of the day. And you go, well, but you know, that guy doesn't like me and I don't like him. It's like, well, that's his problem. He needs to get over that because how are you going to win the game when you're trying to fight the other team and your own team at the same time? All you're doing is guaranteeing that your team loses, meaning you lose. So you're guaranteeing your own loss by not coming together and actually fighting with your fellow American rather than trying to tear them down as if, as if like the Chinese are going to welcome you with open arms or the globalist superstructure global government is going to benefit you in any way. Vivek Ramaswamy says it better than I ever could. So let's go to him. This is clip number three. He responds to this question about nationalism by saying, I am not a quote, global citizen. Let's watch. Kennedy, I get uncomfortable with American nationalism. She says I'm not comfortable with American nationalism. Yeah, interesting. See, so, so one of the reasons I'm in this race is I actually do call myself an American nationalist, but I don't think nationalist has to be a bad word. Because in other countries and cultures for most of human history, being a nationalist meant you 
identified with an ethnicity or a language or a monarch. But in the American context, I think it's a commitment just to a set of ideals that were enshrined in the Constitution that actually unite us across our diversity and differences. I would agree, but you're going to have an uphill battle with the word. The concept sounds great. So I care about the concept more than the word, but I brought okay. up the word since you mentioned it. It's a democratic response, right? Is what yeah. I care about. I think that can unite us. You say you're a Democrat? Yes. Okay. It's, it's such a democratic response. Well, I agree with you. You are right. The word is the right word. It is a good thing, but you're going to have trouble you know, selling that. It's like you really do uphold appearance over the truth. You really do uphold like whatever the, the social milieu is over just like what reality is. Yeah, nationalism is good. She'll never say that. She'll never admit that, even though she knows it's true. Even though she did just admit to Vivek, well, yeah, that is true. But the word, though. Oh, but the word, though, uh, the the men on TV told me the word is bad, so I refuse to like it. And I'll actually bring it up as a bad point against you. The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. Uh, you can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system. In stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add the water supply like fluoride. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. So, so much to cover. It's hard to even get into the details of this stuff when there, there's so much to say just about like the framing of it and the way it's covered in the media. We're going to be joined by Dorothy Moon in the third hour. She's the chairwoman of the Idaho Republican Party and has served three terms in the Idaho legislature, a state representative for District 8. Very excited to talk to her about a major story that came out earlier this week as well as about what you can do to get involved in local politics and hopefully recreate 
by using the model, uh, recreate the success they've had in Idaho by recreating the model they've used to achieve it. And we have a lot of it. We'll we'll go to the videos in this segment of uh, Chris Ray, the FBI director being questioned by Congress and absolutely nothing coming from it. But there's some, there's some like slip ups that he made that were pretty bad. But there's this headline on Twitter from Daily Mail. Scientists at the center of COVID lab leak cover-up admit decision to downplay theory was political because they feared a blank show from China. So I searched that to find the headline because somebody had screenshotted the headline. So I wanted to find the actual article. And what came up was a New York Times story from one day ago. And the headline is scientist, comma, under fire from Republicans, comma, defend Fauci for promoting the uh, proximal origin. And I, I guess we don't really need to get into it. It's just I. If there would be one thing that I would want to do with my position here behind the desk be to like. Try to teach people how to read these headlines. Because what's what's incumbent in these headlines, what's embedded in there is fault, it's victimizer and victim. The reality is that Fauci lied, the scientists lied in a coordinated, preemptive fashion, publishing papers and writing articles and spreading rumors they knew to be untrue for political or you know otherwise selfish reasons that's what actually happened the republicans are responding to that you know this is should be obvious and so then when you see it being reported as scientists under fire from republicans defend fauci it puts the impetus on the as if the republicans are just attacking fauci for no reason attacking the scientists for no reason where did this chain of events start? Did it start with scientists just out there just mixing things in beakers and just, you know, turning up the, the Bunsen burner there? Let's uh, test things. Only Republicans just like kick the door of the lab down and they're like, ah, ah, you are, we're going to destroy you. We're going to make up lies about you for no reason because we hate science. Like, is that what happened? Or was everybody listening to the scientists and obeying the scientists and giving the scientists the benefit of the doubt, even though people like us over here at InfoWars were yelling into the microphone, they're lying, they're lying, they're lying. Look at all the lies they're telling. Look at all the falsehoods that are being proven to be untrue. Like, rah, like we're out here actually yelling, trying to point to the, but at the time, you know, everybody listened to them. Everybody, well, they're, they are the scientists. They are wearing the white coats. They do put themselves across as if they even know what they're talking about or in charge. We better listen to them. Only to two, three years down the line have documents and emails and discussions showing that they were lying the entire time. So you have to deal with that. So the start of this chain of events was the scientists lying about all of this. And yet – and so they lie. The Republicans go, hey, look like you're, it looks like you're lying. They have to scramble to defend themselves against the truth. They have to scramble to try to cover up the cover-up, try to lie about the lie. And the way the New York Times reports it is scientists under attack by Republicans. And it's not the only one. There was another, there's another 
story from uh, the New York Times today that is framed in exactly the same way, which is why it's like important, I think, to actually go over this because it's a tactic that they use continuously, day in, day out. It never ends. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> this is exactly exactly what I thought, right? New York Times says, uh, hold on, don't bring it up. Got to get around the... Uh, on the block there. New York Times, GOP's far right seeks to use defense bill to defund Ukraine's war effort. Again, the image that is embedded in your mind by reading this is the, right, the far right, right, these radical extremists. They don't care about the well-being of the country. They don't care about their friends and family. They don't care about just presiding over a well-functioning and peaceful and prosperous country. No, they're far right. They must have some deep-seated, hidden racist agenda that's really behind what they're doing. And again, this isn't, this isn't me saying that. This is just like, this is what all of these articles do. This is what all of these headlines are carefully designed to portray. Because, as we've said a million times, the point of the media is to tell the truth in a way that leaves you believing a lie. The way that you would come away from this believing the truth would be something like Republicans call for peace amid devastating Ukraine war with no end in sight, right? You've got this massive, unrelenting, unquestioned war, right? New York Times never wrote an article that wasn't positive about the Ukraine war. If anything, it's like uh, the, Ukrainian, the Ukrainians are not doing as well because we haven't given them enough weapons and we need to support them even more. It's the only hint of criticism you'll find is them criticizing us not doing even more to progress and inflame this conflict overseas. You'll never see that. So again, I don't know if it's even something I can teach because it's different with every headline and yet the, the theory, the theme is the same in every headline. And I have had success with this on a personal basis with people who are actually open-minded, who actually want to know the truth, that are actually curious. And you read a headline and they go, well, that just – that makes sense. I mean I don't, I don't get what the deal is with that. A headline like, like one of these. They go, scientists under fire from Republicans defend Fauci and COVID origins. Like what's, what's wrong with that? Isn't that what's happening? The scientists are under fire by the Republicans and – Fauci's defending himself. You have to kind of explain like, well, look at the position it's taking. Look at the presupposed facts that it just assumes that you agree with and in a way sort of puts you in the position of agreeing with. And again, I've I've had this where I had a conversation with a woman who we're like literally had to go through CNN headlines and each one should be like, well, what is – what do you think they're saying in this one? I have to go, okay, well, here's the position they're coming from. Here's what they're trying to express. Here's what they're trying to get you to believe. Here's why they believe this. She's like, oh, yeah, that does make sense. So, I mean, maybe you can do it on a one-to-one basis. Maybe by, like, showing examples, we can illustrate the deceptive. Because, again, these aren't leftist papers, right? This isn't the the left-wing equivalent of Infowars where, like, we're very right-wing. We're very upfront about that. We're very obvious about our perspective and where we're coming from. Part and like the key part of the deception is to maintain the air of being unbiased, maintain the air of just reporting the facts, ma'am. When in reality, you can see through the curtain, you can pierce through the veil, and what you see is 
deeply biased reporting, but done in a way that you have to be able to see through it. So I hope the InfoWars audience can see through this crap. I hope they can recognize what's actually happening here. And again, if it was some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, what's, a, what's a famous murder case? I mean, I don't want to use OJ because he got uh, declared not guilty. But right, it'd be like reporting like, like a OJ, <laughs> OJ Simpson uh, saddled with, O.J. Simpson saddled with extremely expensive shoe repair bill after blood is spilled on his fancy suede shoes. It's like, uh, you mean when he was allegedly stabbing a woman to death? Is that what you're talking about? Like, he's not the victim in this. It's like, but it is true. It is true. He did have to pay a lot to get his shoes uh, cleaned of all the blood that was on them. Yeah, dude, because he was the one in the first. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you have to be able to read through this because most people sit there and read it and go, oh, poor AJ or poor OJ. He just another another thing he's got to deal with, another expense he has to take on his back. These these brand new shoes that he liked so much, his fancy Italian loafers having to be cleaned by by a shoe repairman. Uh, poor guy. It cost him so much money. I mean, those are expensive shoes, and blood doesn't come out easy. It's like, you're missing the whole point. Yes, what you're saying is true, but you got to backtrack to what was the impetus of this whole event? Where'd the blood come from? Who spilled it? Why, why was he there in the first place? Like, once you start asking these questions, then it's like, okay, why did they report it as if it was O.J. Simpson being the victim? Turbo forces back, sold out for eight months. And it's Turbo Force Plus. We made it even stronger. The strongest long-term energy you're going to find anywhere. Turbo Force is back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. And it's not just wide-spectrum nat- natural herbs that time release over 10 hours. It should be called 10-hour energy. It has a bunch of vitamins and minerals and a bunch of other key things and amino acids that turbocharge everything and are good for your heart, your brain, your liver, you name it. Uh, it, it, it is the super fuel. Brainforce Plus is great. Brainforce Ultra is great. They're two different nootropics. They go good with this. But this is the King Kong. This is the boss. Turboforce, back in stock, discounted. Infowarsstore.com. More power, more strength, more energy. Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun in the third hour of the show. We will be joined by Dorothy Moon, the chairwoman of the Idaho Republican Party. Talk about a number of very important stories coming out of that very unique state, Idaho. I want to go now to a video. We're going to do a little magic trick here. I'm going to fade away, and in my place is going to appear the one and only Darren McBreen. He just put out this report on Band.Video. It's called Who's Behind the Sound of Freedom? Sabotage in Movie Theaters. Here is uh, Darren McBreen, clip number six. Just when you thought the deviant left couldn't possibly sink any lower... 
there are now widespread reports of movie theaters purposely sabotaging the sound of freedom. Here's what's going on. The internet is being flooded right now with testimonies from people who are having a bad movie experience while trying to watch the anti-child trafficking thriller, Sound of Freedom. All kinds of interruptions, distractions, and, and just plain bizarre occurrences in movie theaters all over the country. Everything from fire alarms going off, there's AC units that are not working properly, the volume turned all the way down, even the movie pausing in the middle of it, like somebody actually hitting the pause button. And there's other reports of the movie fast forwarding, like somebody's hitting the fast forward button. So totally bizarre. And there's also reports of people looking online where it says the movie is totally sold out, but then they get to the movie theater and there's hardly anybody there. So very strange and way too many occurrences for all of this to be just a coincidence. Like I said, there's numerous reports of these things happening all over the country the past couple of days. Now, the CEO of AMC Theaters has responded to the negative feedback. They're saying that this is, it's all conspiracy theory, that this is uh, misinformation on TikTok and Twitter, and they want to put the ridiculous conspiracy theory to bed. They're saying stuff happens. You know, bulbs break, AC units go out, sometimes the volume levels aren't set right, etc. And I'm sure in some of these instances, they're right. Shit happens. But this is way too much to ignore. And like I said, this is happening all over the country right now. And, and we're getting reports from everywhere. Heavyweight champion boxer David Nino Rodriguez, he said he went to the movie and he had a horrible experience. And he believes that theaters are making the viewing experience uncomfortable on purpose. And these are the kind of reports that are coming in right now. Here's what I think is going on and what's not going on. I don't believe that this is a case of woke corporate movie theaters sabotaging the movie. I mean, this isn't Target selling satanic gay merchandise to children or, or this is not like the infamous tranny Bud Light implosion. Those corporations sabotage themselves in the name of wokeism. Now, if anything, AMC Theaters, we should applaud them for showing this movie. Thank you, AMC Movie Theaters, for showing this. I mean, this might be the most important film you'll ever see. So we should all applaud these movie theaters for showing The Sound of Freedom. I think this is a case of random, woke libtards who work at some of these movie theaters, and they believe the Mockingbird Media's narrative that Sound of Freedom is like a QAnon conspiracy theory movie for Trump supporters. They're the ones who are individually acting alone and sabotaging the movie. And I think AMC theaters, they need to look into this more closely, find out who's behind it, find out who's doing this, and fire these people. Get rid of them all immediately. And if any of you out there, if you know who any of these people are, my advice to you is don't let these people anywhere near your children. Brilliant stuff. Darren McBreen's media rival. You can find it on band.video. Who's behind the sound of freedom sabotage in movie theaters? Yeah, I'd seen reports of that. But I didn't realize until I saw Darren's report uh, just how widespread it was and that the AMC CEO actually had to respond to it. So clearly something 
is really going on. This is more than just one or two instances. This is a trend that people are noticing. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. In the southern All right, welcome back, folks. Texas, in the second hour is on here at InfoWars.com, band.video. So much to talk about. We go to some videos now of the FBI hearing yesterday. If anybody was watching the Alex Jones show yesterday, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I've done the same thing, and I'm glad I'm not the only one. He's like, all right, we're going to go to this... Uh, we're going to go to this live FBI hearing. It comes on. It's Sheila Jackson Lee just being like, as we know, white people are evil. And he's just like, turn it off. Turn it off. I can't do it. I can't even listen to one second of these people talk. It's true. It's absolutely true. It's nauseating having to listen to these people. That's why, I mean, when you see Owen Schroyer stand up and, and yell at Jerry Nadler, stand up in, in one of these hearings and just start going off on the Democrats. It's like, I mean, it's one thing when you're sitting and watching, watching it on TV and you just feel so frustrated that, that these people are just lying through their teeth and no one's, but when you're in the room and they're 20, 50 feet away from you, it's really hard not to do what Owen Troyer's doing in this footage right now. It's really hard not to stand up and just call them out on what they're doing. It's so infuriating. So we've cut out a lot of that nonsense, cut out a lot of the Democrat bootlicking that we see. Very strange, very odd, very odd. I guess as a, as a young man, I, I would have maintained the like, delusion that you know, the left and the right, we can come together. The idea of opposing government overreach, liberals, don't like it because it's you know violation of, of people's rights and it can be used to target certain uh, you know minority groups and it can be used to to snuff out you know, nascent political movements before they can threaten the system like that's something liberals would be for right and republicans we can get behind you know exposing the corruption of the FBI because we're all about small government we want a government that works and a government that is moral and upright and maintains our, our sacred rights. Maybe back when Obama was president or whatever, we could have maintained this uh, delusion or illusion that this would be something we could come together on. Uh, but suddenly Donald Trump gets thrown in the mix and liberals are just like, thank you, Mr. Boot. Thank you for stepping on my neck. Thank you for doing the brave work of stomping on my and my compatriots' necks. Without you, we might float away. Thank you for stomping on our necks with everything you've got, you beautiful, lovely white men. It's very weird. It's a very bizarre situation that we're in, but we're in it, so let's deal with it. Got a couple of videos here. Do we have the one with Matt Gates uh, talking about the FBI having the lowest level of trust in the FBI's history? Yeah, it should be in, in that folder. Uh, well, I guess we'll go ahead and start with clip number five here, and then we'll get to some of the other ones. This is uh, Chip Roy asking Christopher Ray about FBI agent Brian Outen suppressing the Biden laptop investigation. Again, nothing, nothing really new here. Well, let's see how Chris Ray responds to these accusations. Let's go now to uh, Thank you, Director Ray for appearing. Uh, 
Uh, Brian Auden was one of the FBI intelligence analysts who interviewed Igor Danchenko, the principal source of the Steele dossier, in January 2017, correct? Uh, I, I believe that's in the Durham report. Uh, and, and Danchenko explained that the dossier allegations were BS, yet the FBI did not reveal that to the FISA court. Instead, the FBI continued to use those allegations in two more sworn FISA applications about President Trump and Putin, correct? Well, again, I want to let Mr. Durham's report speak for itself. Okay, but as director of the FBI, that's, those are the facts of the FBI under your watch. The uh, FBI well, conducted... no, no, sir, I'm sorry. Just, it's important. Not under my watch. Those are the facts. I'm getting, I'm getting, to, the part, I'm getting yeah. to the part under your watch. Okay. The FBI conducted an internal investigation of Auten and sought to suspend him, but Auten appealed, correct? I, I can't discuss a specific pending personnel matter. Okay, well, according to recent reports, those are the facts. Nevertheless, in 2020, after Senators Grassley and Johnson highlighted evidence of potential financial crimes and corruption against the Biden family, the FBI assigned Auten to compile an assessment which was used to characterize the Biden revelations as Russian disinformation. The evidence Grassley and Johnson had collected were mostly financial records and could easily have been corroborated as authentic. And by then, the FBI had the Hunter laptop in its possession for over a year. So it knew the lucrative payments of the Bidens from corrupt and anti-American regimes were authentic. How on earth did the FBI empower an agent under investigation for potentially corrupt performance and abuse of FISA in one politically fraught investigation, a Democrat operative-driven case against President Trump, to play a key role and to undermine a second politically fraught investigation, a case against the Bidens? How's that possible? How can you allow that to occur in the Federal Bureau of Investigation, as my colleagues on the other side of the aisle say, the elite law enforcement agency of the United States? How does that occur? I can't at the moment discuss a pending personnel matter. Uh, I can tell you that every employee who in any way touched uh, the crossfire hurricane matter uh, has been referred to our Office of Professional Responsibility, our discipline. Are you arm. concerned about these, this activity by the FBI and what was communicated to the FISA court? Does that concern you as the director of the FBI? I consider the conduct that was described in the Durham report as totally unacceptable and unrepresentative of what I see from the FBI every day and must never be allowed to happen again. And have there been consequences as a result? Is Mr. Auten... Uh, had, has he had consequences? Well, again, I can't speak to pending personnel matters. As you would perhaps remember from your own time in law enforcement, because we were working closely with Mr. Durham and I assigned agents to help him, at his request, we slowed down the administrative process to allow his investigation to complete itself. Now that it is complete, our personnel processes are very much ongoing. Well, I think it is more than troubling that under your watch, we see that this continued to occur and you have Auten being, continued to be empowered after there was an investigation and after there was an effort by the FBI to look into why he would go to the FISA court and give wrong information. I mean, the issue here has been wrapped up in a cloud of politics, but the fact is the American people deserve to know how the FISA court is being abused and how it's being abused against the former president and against them in light of the reports that we saw Mr. Johnson from Louisiana put forward that was in a court filing, in a court report. I want to move on to another topic. I mean, what do you even, what do you even say to that? Uh, there's this wall of bureaucracy, this wall of doublespeak. It's like impenetrable. You just can't get through it. None of this is confusing or nuanced. 
It's a very simple sort of game they play. They get caught in like, it's like beyond just getting caught doing something bad. This guy, Brian Outen, as, as Chip Roy just pointed out there, Representative Chip Roy, he suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop investigation through social media and participated in the Mar-a-Lago investigation despite being under disciplinary review, whatever the hell that means, for deceiving the FISA court with Steele dossier to spy on the Trump campaign. So Chris Ray in his response is like, I was appalled at what the Durham report uncovered. I, I do not think that's acceptable at all for, for the FBI to engage in that behavior. And it's like, okay, the people that engaged in the behavior and were caught in the Durham report, these people, did you punish them? It's like, no, no, they're in, no, we promoted them. No, we promoted them. We, we put them in charge of more politically sensitive matters uh, that they could, you know, have, have corrupt influence over. We did it more. Okay. So you're just lying. Like, we just have to sit here and let these people lie to us. Let these people use bureaucratic doublespeak to just avoid any consequences at all. I mean, the Republicans, weak-kneed, spineless maggots that they are, they just want to hear that Brian Auten's gotten a slap on the wrist. Well, he's been uh, demoted, and uh, we decreased his pay by $1,000 a year. Republicans would be like, oh, my God, thank you. Wow, thank you for doing something to save the FBI. These people need to be tried for treason. These people are seditious. This was the coup. This makes January 6th look like a walk in the park. What they did behind the scenes to use a corrupt, falsified evidence to get a FISA warrant, to spy on a presidential campaign in an attempt to overthrow the will of the American people. We don't want, we don't want discipline. Blood. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. InfoWars is a one-of-a-kind operation, and so please go to InfoWars Store and just make a donation. And you can make it one-time or recurring. You have a little profile there, cancel any time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it. You just click it, and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products, but these really are amazing products. The big July 4th sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free. And that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. 
InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go back to some of these videos from yesterday's big event. Finger, the finger wagging, the the great talking to. Oh, the FBI shaking in their boots, folks. Shaking in their boots. Honestly, it'd be fun. It would be fun to be an FBI agent, wouldn't it? If I was Chris Ray, I'd I'd just go all out. I just like wear dark sunglasses, just like lean way back in my chair. Just like when they say something, just be like, whatever, dude. (laughs) Just like, don't care. Like, whatever. When they're just like, you are a tyrannical madman who's censoring Americans in violation of the First Amendment. Just like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Like, it'd be the same. It'd be the same outcome. Be the same outcome. Actually, be more entertaining. I would, I would almost, just out of sheer entertainment factor, prefer if the FBI just, like, was just petulant, kind of, like, sarcastic jackasses. It, because nothing annoys me more than the bureaucratic corporate doublespeak. Nothing is more annoying than people who are just lying to your face, flagrantly committing illegal acts, flagrantly covering up for political purposes. Shielding themselves in this like, well, it is an ongoing investigation. You know I cannot get into personal matters right now. Like, just just spit in our face. If you're going to metaphorically spit in our faces, just do it. Just have the, the respect for the American people just to show us the disdain that you have for us. Don't try to hide it in like, I wish I could, sir, but, but as you know, the processes that we uh, adhere to, and we are very careful to uh, report everything. As you know, I assigned agents to help Mr. Durham with his report, and I was very – I think it's very important what he – just just go, John Durham was a chump. I'm in charge. Just you guys take your little five minutes to say your little piece. I'm going to put these sunglasses on, put an earbud in, go to sleep. You guys wake me up when it's over, and I can go back to screwing you over and destroying the Constitution right in front of your faces. Okay? Can we do that? Because I'm the FBI. Whatever you say up there, your little dais makes no impact whatsoever on my behavior or my agent's behavior. Wrap this up quick. I got to hop on a plane to Geneva to get my orders from the reptilians. Like, if they were just open about what they were doing— it would actually be like, oh, okay, good. Well, whew, at least they're not trying to hide it. Like, I don't know. Do the, do, the, do the Chinese have it better than us? Would it be better to be in a just like full-on communistic totalitarian state where they're just upfront about it? Because we are in one. There's no difference. Like we are in that state. It's just we have to put up with the act like we're not. And it's infuriating because it's so dishonest. It's so deceptive. It's so rhetorically repulsive to have to not just hear these people speak in this self-righteous tone, but then hear the Democrats back them up on it and hear the Republicans 
vacillate between trying to sound tough and like they're sticking it to them and also, oh, but we're very, uh, we are very proud of you, but we do love you very much, sir, but please stop destroying our country now. Thank you. It's just like, oh, God. Ugh, sucks. This all sucks. Jim Jordan actually made this comparison to communist China with the FBI. Let's go now to clip number 11. Here's Representative Jim Jordan accusing the FBI of operating like Chinese Communist Party. Really, any company of any size in China uh, is required, required by Chinese law to have what they uh, quaintly call a committee, which is essentially a cell inside the company whose sole function is to ensure that company's compliance with Chinese Communist Party orthodoxy. If we tried to install something like that in American companies, or if the British tried to do it in British companies, or any number of other places, people would go out of their minds, and rightly so. Agreed. Well, thank you. Uh, I'd like to work with you more on that, and I'd uh, yield the balance of my time to the chairman. Thank you. But that's exactly what you did, and the judge said it last week. Every week you were meeting with big tech companies saying, hey, look at this. This violates your policy. Take this speech of Americans down. You were doing the same darn thing you just described the Chinese about. You know, the Chinese have the Communist Party apparatus. They're embedded in the corporation. Which, again, hey, if for one thing, at least. At least they're upfront about it. At least they don't try to hide it, try to claim that they are the protectors of democracy. Right? They're just like, no, we're communists and we, we control the, the, country, the country, so we control your company. Bing, bang, boom. I mean, it's not that complicated. Oppose us and we'll just destroy your, your company right out. We'll just take it from you. Wouldn't that be nice if they were just upfront about it? In this case, however, we have actually not just one of these, organ- uh, one of these, these tumors embedded within companies. We have a couple. We have a couple various ones. So in places like Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, not only do they have a liaison that coordinates with and communicates on a daily, if not hourly basis with the FBI to eliminate you know, dissidents from their platform or silent stories or suppressed stories that are politically disadvantageous to the ruling party, that does exist. But there's also the people who quit the FBI and get a job at big tech the next day and then use their position in that big tech company to exclusively carry out the orders of the FBI within the company. So not only is there like the connection between the FBI and the social media companies, which, by the way, Chris Ray brags about when he's at the World Economic Forum Davos meeting earlier this year where he he talks about how important it is and how effective and impactful it is to have the cooperation, intimate coordination between the spy state and private companies. That was one of Christopher Ray's big talking points. I'll I'll find the clip during the commercial break. I'll show you in the next segment. So not only are they open about this, the coordination and and cooperation, they have cells embedded within these companies of ex FBI agents, hundreds of them inside Twitter, carrying out the work of the censors. You also have in not just the social media companies, but every corporation, the diversity uh, and inclusion office, the HR office that exists solely for the purpose that Chris Ray just described, having a group of people inside the 
company whose entire purpose is making sure that the company and all of the employees adhere to the modern orthodoxy? I mean, what do you think diversity, equity, and inclusion means? What do you think these offices do all day? What do you think the people who are employed for hundreds of thousands of dollars do with all of their time? They aren't making anything. They aren't engineers. They aren't inventors. They aren't copywriters. They aren't uh, customer service people. No, they exist there to be little communist police to make sure that the orthodoxy is being upheld, to insist and provide pressure from within to correspond with and cooperate with the pressure from the advertisers on the outside and all the various nefarious groups putting pressure on companies to do things one way over another. I mean, whether you picture it as communist China or as whether you picture some dystopian you know, futuristic world like the hands made tale where like the church has its agents and all the co- uh, companies that exists already in multiple forms right now. What do you think is behind all of this? The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. Uh, You can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly, and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system. In stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today, and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add to the water supply like fluoride. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support us. It is Patriot Pride Month. We're celebrating by giving you some of the best sales of the year at Infowarsstore.com. We're getting up to 60% off plus double Patriot points for Patriot Pride Month. Infowarsstore.com. Keep us on the air. I'm telling you, there's nothing more important now than truly understanding the full scope and scale in a holistic fashion of what is happening across the world, specifically here in America. Infowars has been focusing on this, uh, focusing on this for several decades and been right the entire time. And now we're seeing it come to fruition in really, personally, I think, uh, devastating and, and upsetting and sort of terrifying ways. Okay, so in the last segment, we heard Christopher Ray just perfectly describe not just the actions of the progressive cult that embeds itself in corporations and then forces the corporations to bend to their will under threat of destruction. But they have a partner in this with the FBI as the FBI does the very same thing in certain corporations that they see as strategically valuable, such as social media companies and media companies. This is, again, not outside of the 
designs and, and strategies and agenda of the World Economic Forum global government great reset tyrants. So let's go now to a clip from February of this year. This is Christopher Ray at the World Economic Forum event in Davos, Switzerland, uh, describing in no uncertain terms the way that the FBI and other intelligence agencies were very excited about stakeholder capitalism that the World Economic Forum presents, which is, of course, it's a fancy way of saying neo-feudalism, that is neo-fascism, that is the cooperation and intimate collaboration between the unelected, unaccountable deep state spy apparatus and corporations to destroy your rights and impose their will upon you. So let's go now to that clip from February of this year. And I think the, uh, the sophistication of the private sector is, is improving and, and particularly important, the level of collaboration between the private sector and the government, especially the FBI, has, I think, uh, made significant strides. Pretty much every technology we could talk about today, uh, we see both great opportunity but great, great dangers uh, in the wrong hand. And, of course, in that speech, he goes on to elaborate how specifically the social media companies have been very valuable in this. It's not, this isn't a conspiracy theory. This is a conspiracy. This is the people in charge working behind the scenes to destroy your rights, to spread falsehoods, to cover up truths in a top-down fashion from behind the scenes. And, you know, if, if you ask Chris Ray, I'm sure he'd say, well, but the difference is that these are private companies that are choosing to do this with us which only works if you're dumb and an idiot and don't actually know how things go. Like, yeah, the Communist Party, again, in China just goes, uh, you will have our people in your company, whether you like it or not. That's the law. It's happening. You think Facebook or Twitter could have just slammed the door on the FBI? Think they could have just said, nah, we're not doing it. We're a private company and we refuse to participate. You don't think there would have been a massive backlash? You don't think there would have been then some sort of ADL-sponsored advertiser boycott or even like a, a internal union strike or something where the, the company gets taken down from the inside by their agents that are already embedded within willing to act on the orders of their globalist masters. I mean, obviously this was not a choice the company was making. And even if it was, it's like, well, yeah, he did. They did lie. They did violate the First Amendment. They did destroy your freedoms and rig a presidential election, but they wanted to. It was their choice to do that, so it's okay. No, obviously it's not okay. None of this is okay. All of this is a literal existential threat to the survival of the republic as it stands, and they want to focus on January 6th. They are focusing on January 6th, and we'll return to that in just a second. But in the meantime, let's go now to clip number eight. This is the FBI director for Christopher Ray, sort of accidentally confirming that Joe Biden is under investigation for accepting bribes from Ukraine. Let's watch. Did Joe Biden take uh, payments from Burisma or any other foreign companies as vice president, president, or private citizen Biden? Uh, As you may know, there is an ongoing investigation being led by the U.S. attorney in Delaware, Mr. Weiss, appointed uh, by President Trump in the last administration 
that our Baltimore field office is working with, and I would refer you to, to him as to what, if anything, can be shared. So the president is under, um, he is under um, investigation. I'm not going to confirm or speak to who is or isn't under investigation for what. I'm simply going so to So he's not you, under investigation? I didn't say that either. Uh, by longstanding department policy and practice, I'm I'll, not going to be confirming or denying I'll who is or isn't under investigation. Yeah, you kind of did, though. Yeah, but you kind of did, actually. Again, I, you just don't expect anything to come from this. The, the FBI is absolutely out of control. And again, it's not just... This isn't, this isn't something intangible. This isn't something vague or, or conspiratorial that we have to suppose what's going on behind the scenes. It's right there in front of your faces. All of the evidence is there for their corrupt activity. The entire timeline, we've been watching it unfold from 2016 until today. The corrupt activities, the covering up of actual crimes, the creation of non-crimes in order to justify spying and, and falsifying investigations to shut down the duly elected president. I mean, these are treasonous activities. This is the literal governance of our country being subverted right in front of our faces and nothing is being done about it. The most that the Republicans can even muster is to demand that somebody be demoted or, or censured or somehow get a slap on the wrist. These people should be in prison for decades for this treasonous activity. And you can just compare. You can just compare what the FBI has done to what the victims of the FBI have done. In other words, the FBI rigged an election in 2020 by suppressing information through social media, violating the First Amendment, rigging an election, destroying any semblance of democracy that we may have left by a coordinated and deceitful action around the Hunter Biden laptop, as well as a number of other things. They created and used fake evidence from a political campaign to destroy the chances of a rival political opponent from getting elected and then to destroy his entire presidency through the falsified Russiagate investigation. Just literally destroying the very foundation and structure of our entire government from the Bill of Rights to the separation of powers to the system of checks and balances, one by one, they are taking a sledgehammer to these pillars, and the whole thing is about to collapse. Compare that to what somebody like Stuart Rhodes did, where one day in January, he was near the U.S. Capitol, and he also possessed guns hundreds of miles away in a different state. Which to you is more reflective of a treasonous action of sedition the deep state unelected spy masters openly coordinating with the media and and social media and platforms to destroy the duly elected president and then to destroy his chances of getting reelected and to disobey his orders lawfully given or a guy walking around the Capitol grounds, not even going into the building during a protest that 
got a little bit out of hand. Which to you sounds more like treasonous activity. Which to you sounds more like sedition. And if walking, if wandering around the Capitol, innocently wandering around the Capitol, gets you 18 years in prison, what does the FBI action deserve? And we're going to return to that question because it gets worse. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. The globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots or the electromagnetic 5G or the GMO crops. They're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals that the EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. One of the top pesticides used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits that they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically turn your son into a feminized mutant. Look it up. Don't let them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters for folks who've already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons before you replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount to start the lowest price out there you need this filter you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video welcome back folks third hour we will be joined by Dorothy Moon, chairman of the Idaho GOP, chairwoman, I should say, of the Idaho Republican Party. Very excited to talk to her about a number of major stories going on in that very interesting state, Idaho. But I want to talk about this story. It, Again, again, I'm sort of at a loss for words here. There's a certain point where it's just like, you, I don't, you just have to ask, like, what? Like, why? What, just, what, is, what is happening here? Why are these people so awful? What is driving them? What are they getting out of this? Why are they doing this to us? Because, again, you can 
look at everything the FBI has done, some of it is sort of intangible. It's sort of like, well, they were presented evidence, and so they were trying to follow it. And sure, maybe it wasn't totally up and up, but they still had a duty. To, 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 well, we thought that maybe that. But in other cases, this DOJ, of which the FBI is a subsidiary, is destroying the lives of innocent people with a alacrity and a savagery that honestly leaves me speechless. Again, just think about what the FBI has done just in the last couple years, just what we know undeniably to be factually true without even the shadow of a doubt. We have the names, we have the dates, we have the documents, we have the communications, we have absolutely everything. Some of it isn't even stuff that they're hiding. I mean, when you have, again, I know we, we all know this, but it's like you've got the spy, Spygate investigation in the first place, the claims of Trump being a, a Russian agent. They use that to get a FISA warrant. They want to spy on him. They think that they can do parallel construction, so they spy on him for... for Spygate, assuming that they'll catch him on tape saying something about an illegal action that then they will they will then charge and ignore the the falsified evidence that they used to get him. So they do they do a falsified FISA warrant to try to destroy the chances of a presidential candidate. Once he's in office, they ramp up this investigation and actually destroy his presidency to a large part and give the left just infinite ammo to undermine his lawful administration. Even before that, you have them letting Hillary Clinton off the hook for the document, uh, the the, uh, email server. You've got them surveilling Catholic churches and saying that they're domestic terrorists saying that white supremacy is the number one threat, and then actually fabricating and reassigning non-political crimes into the hate crime domestic terror category in order to beef up the numbers to match the perception, the lie that they're selling. You've got them going undercover on January 6th and causing a lot of the problems there and then refusing to acknowledge or admit it. But saying there were, we don't know if there were undercover agents, but also you can't see the footage because of all the undercover agents okay it makes no sense like this is all just obvious right in your face you've got the hunter biden laptop and then writing the letter saying that it was russian disinformation and then working within social media to censor that they also censored covid information they also worked with a foreign government the ukrainian government to silence critics of the ukraine russia war they've kicked down the doors of anti-abortion protesters fathers of seven with young children pointed guns in their faces to haul him off and try to throw him in jail they've arrested 87 year old jewish women outside of abortion centers praying for the babies i mean they are on a war path they are ruthlessly taking a jackhammer to every foundation of this country that has upheld us for the last several hundred years from the highest office of the presidency to the lowest street activist, they are on the hunt for anyone who opposes them, and they were eradicating them with a terrifying efficiency. 
using January 6th as a honeypot with the undercover agents inside, with the cooperation of the Capitol Police, removing barriers and letting people in, purposefully withholding backup so that the police would be outnumbered by a million people and be impossible to retain them, opening up the doors from the inside, having police stand at the doors and usher people inside. A peaceful protest. They got out of hand for a couple hours. At the end of it, five protesters were murdered, some in cold blood at point-blank range by the police themselves. Ruthless horrifying, unacceptable. It's the end of our country. This is the end of democracy. This is the end of the republic. This is it. We are watching it in real time burn around us. Again, some of these things are theoretical, intangible, right? Would Hunter Biden's laptop led to the, the presidency going to Donald Trump, uh, we don't really know. We can't go back in time and undo it, but maybe we don't. Oh, by the way, also, did I mention that the FBI scuttled all of the investigations into the voter fraud? Did I mention that, that we had people with lawful affidavits explaining exactly how they witnessed or were unwittingly a participant in this robbing of the election and that Bill Barr at the DOJ and his FBI counterparts took control of that investigation and then destroyed it. Do we mention that? Or the, the Hunter Biden Burisma investigation that even the attorney general in, in Delaware, the uh, prosecutor in Delaware said he didn't have control over and was squashed by the FBI who refused to allow him to bring the federal charges that would have been applicable to the crimes that Hunter Biden committed. I mean, the, the list of FBI malfeasance is almost unending. This is only the stuff that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt. This is not speculation. Everything I've just listed is provably true beyond any shadow of a doubt. The left doesn't care. The media doesn't care. The FBI doesn't care. Congress seems impotent to do anything about it. And you know what they're doing? They're spending their time and energy trying to put Stuart Rhodes leader of the Oath Keepers, in jail for longer than the 18 years he's already been sentenced. Stuart Rhodes never went in the Capitol, never attacked anybody, never told anybody to attack anybody, never told anybody to go into the Capitol, had no weapons on him or even in the same city or state that the protest took place, never assaulted a police officer, never told anybody to assault a police officer, never was aware of anybody assaulting a police officer. He did nothing to anyone. Nobody was victimized by Stuart Rhodes. Nobody was injured or harmed in the slightest by Stuart Rhodes. If Stuart Rhodes was completely absent on January 6th, the entire day would have gone exactly as it went. He had no impact on the millions of people rushing into the Capitol while he was nowhere near them. He had no impact on people who were in his same organization without orders and without direction going into the Capitol to also not commit any crimes and not commit any violence. But they wanted to make an example out of Stuart Rhodes. They wanted a scalp to hang on the wall as a symbol to everybody else. So they've charged him and succeeded in sentencing him to 18 years in prison. 18 years. It'll be 2040 by the time he sees the sun again. It'll be 1840 if the earth even makes it that long before he can hug his kids.
He did nothing to anybody. All the evidence they have consists entirely of text messages where he uses a little bit salty language. And by getting people who are in his organization who did commit crime, who did assault police officers, going to them and saying, hey, we know you, you assaulted police officers. We could send you away for 100 years, but you give us Stuart Rhodes on a silver platter and we'll make sure that you get treated nicely. That's the evidence that they had. Coerced uh, uh, testimony from other people in his organization and text messages where they took everything out of context, where he's saying, if we don't solve this, there will be a civil war. In other words, if we don't get a political solution to this issue it's going to keep spiraling out of control and going to be really bad and they say see he's calling for civil war you know all of this he's been sentenced to 18 years and now the justice department is appealing that prison sentence demanding that he be sentenced to the full 25 year prison sentence that they wanted in the first place they're actually appealing the 18 year sentence saying it's not long enough these people are sick InfoWars is a one-of-a-kind operation, and so please go to InfoWars store and just make a donation. And you can make it one-time or recurring. You have a little profile there, canceling time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it. You just click it, and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees instead of making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products, but these really are amazing products. The big July 4th sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listening more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free. And that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you.